This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. The RA International Poets, Writers and Readers Festival, or RIPO, is set to be held from the 8th to the 13th of December, so that's just this week, and is set to host more than 100 poets and writers representing 12 countries from Latin America, Europe and Asia. With the theme Poetry, Peace and Humanity, this international festival underscores literature's potential as a catalyst for cultural diplomacy and educational progressivism. So today on the show, I'm joined by Raja Ahmad Aminu. He's a poet, he's an author, activist, he's the founder of RA Arts Haven and the chairman of RIPO. He's here to share more. Welcome, Raja Ahmad. How are you today? Thank you very much, Julia. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today, Raja Ahmad. So nice to have you back uh, You know, in BFM. It's been a while, so lovely to have you back. Yes, likewise. Yes, It's always a pleasure being at BFM. <laughs> it's my relaxation time. <laughs> so, and um, we want to um, you know, talk about the festival, of course. A uh, huge festival, Raja Ahmad. Well done. Um, so many, 100 over poets. My goodness, that's a, a lot on your plate there. Thank you. Actually, we have uh, 15 countries taking part, mm-hmm. including uh, from America, Puerto Rico, Spain, China, India, Iraq, Egypt, as well as uh, countries near home, eh? uh-huh. uh, Vietnam, Indonesia, Singapore. Etc. Okay. Etc. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about the festival a little bit later, but yeah. you know, just for for anyone's for everyone's benefit, Raja Ahmad. I mean, you know, you've done so much, uh, you know, throughout these years. You know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you're a poet, you're an author, activist. You know, you were a writer. I do. I mean, can we go back to the start just for a little bit? Uh, talk about some of your uh, early influences and experiences that inspired you to actually become a writer and a poet. Thank you. Uh, I was always writing. I guess in school from the time I was schooling. Even in primary school, it was called composition then, mm-hmm. and then in secondary school, poetry and so on. I did English literature, English as well as Sastra Melayu, literature. And then when I was on a student exchange program in um, that was hosted by an American college um, called World Campus Afloat, ship-based program, I took courses uh, in governance, uh, economics, vocal projection, come theatre, as well as a poetry workshop. Mm. The poetry workshop was helmed by one Todd Bender, who was a professor at um, Columbia University. That much I can remember. Mm-hmm. So I remember being graded at the end of the whole... I still have the book of Henryton Poems, and, well, I don't know, he must have been um, short-sighted, but he gave me an <laughs> A for the whole exercise. Yeah. Nonsense for you. Yeah. <laughs> So and so that was kind kind of what sparked it. But you know how did how did your upbringing in Malaysia? How did your own cultural background sort of shape your own uh, creative sensibilities? I yes, suppose? I was I was reading a lot of poetry as well as novels, etc. I read some of Salina, and then I read the writings by Usman Awang. I read the writings by our neighboring countries like um, Indonesia, W. S. Rendra, and so on. But I was also reading um, some of Edwin Tambo's poems. I was also reading. Um, 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 the writings of non, albeit non-literary, uh, I mean uh, non-poetry by James Puducherry, and then uh, I was also reading a lot of um, um, contemporary poetry, including Allen um, uh, Ginsberg and uh, Ferling Jetty, and um, the whole some of the Beat Generation poets, as well as uh, Neruda, you know, and uh, Paz and and. 
uh, and the Lorca, the Portuguese stroke Spanish poet. So I was enjoying reading all these things, and I guess they must have rubbed on me somewhere, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and had mm. a lasting impact on you as well, isn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Thank you. Yeah. yeah okay. Thank you to all these influencers. Yeah. 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 And I, I know, I, you know, when we met, which was years ago, you know, that's when you were running the art gallery, of course, yeah. and, and you founded the uh, Papera Arts Foundation as well. I mean, yeah. art was also visual art was also a huge yeah. part of your yeah. of your life. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed th- then, especially. Yeah. Visual yeah. art, but I've always enjoyed the literary arts more, uh-huh. even in those years. Mm-hmm. So since the last few years, I've been focusing a little bit more on the literary scene. Eh? Yeah, and you've yeah. written so many books as well. Uh, just a few books, yes. yes. <laughs> you're just underselling yourself there, Rajama. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what is your creative process like when you're crafting your poetry or even your prose as well? Oh, it's, it's because, um, you know, um, yeah, you're right. But um, when I write my poem, sometimes I go up the house. I, I used to quote this. When I go up the house, I walk down uh, house where I stayed previously in Colombo, then um, I walk down the hill towards the LRT station, then I see this machik selling Nasilma. Mm. And possibly, just possibly, she's a single age, um, I'm sorry, a single parent uh, family. And then she's being disturbed by some of these uh, enforcement officials and so on. So mm. that concerns me. Then further down the road, I will see this tricycle, you know, being um, uh, ridden by a migrant worker full of uh, recyclables. And I was thinking, oh, okay, he's come several thousand kilometers away, you know, probably being fleeced by the agents in his home country after having to sell his land or whatever. Mm. And then come here cheated by the agents here as well. So, and then I go down to the the, the, the pasar, wet market near the LT station, and then I say, oh, this, uh, those days they were still newspapers, eh? mm. uh, hanging on the knee. So you can see the headlines, uh, and a lot of acts of misfeasance by by our, by some of our public officials and things like that. So all of these things um, either annoyed me, infuriated me, or incensed me, and it let me say, okay, I love poetry. I have to express some of this in a poetic form. It may not be recognized as such by great poets, you know, or by the academic poets, but this is how I want it uh, to be expressed, you know, rather than just talking about more banal stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't write banal stuff. I mean, uh, otherwise, uh, my better half uh, wouldn't have tolerated me all these years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So so a lot of things that, I guess, you know, really irk you, the injustice that you see, you know, especially social injustices, those yeah. are the sort of sorts of things that are really uh, inspire yeah, yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. And, and in terms of uh, my nonfiction or my social commentary or whatever you call it, uh, critical thinking books, mm-hmm. uh, I write about, uh, for example, the last one uh, that was launched last year is called... Uh, Genta telah berbunyi masa untuk generasi baru. The bell has rung. Time for a new generation. Yeah, I'm concerned about these issues because sometimes uh, I see that the young are not being given a chance to have a look in. So it, it reminds me of my young days when I felt the same thing myself. Mm. So I said, now that I am older, why is it I cannot have some empathy for these people who are younger? Mm. I mean, it's okay for young people to to do things, even to make mistakes and to learn from them, you know, as part of the learning curve. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, it, it, this career that you've you've chosen has not been without its challenges, right? I mean, uh, you have you were of course, um, you know, you have championed many things. You've gotten in trouble for championing those things as well. I mean, what what would you say are some of the greatest challenges that you've had to overcome all throughout hmm. these years? I don't think I've had any challenges. Okay. All right. I, I've enjoyed them, <laughs> not necessarily my family okay. who had to endure, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, yeah, life, life is a way of um, uh, living its own course once you decide about what you want to do. And um, of course, uh, even in my younger days when I was a student leader in ITM, I, I, I was um, in lockup for almost two weeks, mm. for example, at age 19. Yeah. And it was, it was good because at 19, when you learn that you have to um, live with uh, cockroaches and mice, and uh, spoiled curry, kuah, eh? all those things. Eh? Okay, all right. Then you know whether you've got the metal to do it later on in life. Yeah, yeah. I thank it. I thank the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I thank those people who at various times in my life have created those challenges. Even um, a dear someone who, when uh, he was at the pinnacle of his power, uh, more than 20 years ago, you know, caused me to, what they call that, to lose my positions, you know, or whatever positions it was that I was in. And I must thank him because uh, after that, I became known as a poet and a writer, <laughs> which was what, when I was in Form 4, I told my headmaster I wanted to be because he asked me why did I want to change from the science stream to the art stream. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the policy of the ministry, according to my HM, was that we wanted to encourage people to learn mm, science and technology. We want mm. to send them overseas, the good ones. Eh? But I said, no, I want to do arts. Are you willing to be transferred from this school? That that, that school was a not bad school in Kuala Kangsa. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I'm willing to. Okay. So three weeks later, he called me to the office and said, okay, the ministry has approved your request. You have to go to that level. Request. And um, by the way, can you tell me why you want to change? And foolishly foolish or not, I said, I want to be a poet. Actually, if I'd gone into the science stream and turned out as a poet, it might have been better for me. But there it was, you can only make decisions based on your understanding at points in time. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. All right. And yeah. here you are, of course, uh, living the life that you wanted to lead, even at the age of 16. Uh, I don't know if I'm right in saying that, but living, uh, doing what you wanted to do at 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yes. I thought you said uh, living the life at 16. So no, no, no. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so those were, so whatever challenges, you know, you, you were thankful for them, I suppose, right, is what you're trying to say. Mm. But conversely, you know, what would you think were some of the most rewarding moments or achievements that stand up for you? Uh, and, as far as no achievements. And um, I mean, um, you know, some people say that, um, that you are not recognized as a writer. Who said uh, that? A DBP has, is, my name is not listed as a writer, the DBP is uh, Compendium of Malaysian Writers. So I said, I'm so glad. And then, do you have any awards? No. And I'm so glad. <laughs> because, um, you know, if I was to be given any award, it would mean that I have been co-opted to the system. And I want, seriously, to remain as independent as humanly possible. 
at this point in time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're an inspiration to so many of us, Raja Ahmad. Okay, let's just go for a very quick break. When we come back, let's find out more about the festival, uh, the RA International Poets, Writers and Readers Festival. I'm speaking today to Raja Ahmad Aminullah. He's a poet, author, activist, founder of the RA Arts Haven and chairman of the, uh, of the festival. We'll find out more after this quick break. Keep it here on Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. In the studio with me today, Raja Ahmad Aminullah. He's a poet, author, activist, writer, founder of RA Arts Haven and chairman of the RA International Poets, Writers and Readers Festival, which is taking place this week, uh, set to host more than 100 poets uh, representing uh, 15 countries, you said, right? Uh, from Latin America, Europe and Asia. So we're finding out more about that. Well, Raja Ahmad, you know, you shared a little bit about your life. We have to do a whole different uh, series on that like, another time. But now we want to focus on the festival. Festival, which is happening mm. this week. Uh, talk to me a little bit about um, how the idea for a festival uh, like this came about in the first place. Okay. Um, some friends of mine, I have been away from organizing things for some time, some years now, but some friends came up to me and uh, earlier this year or late last year suggesting that we do a small festival. Um, we never quite got it off the ground. And then about two and a half months ago, I sort of... Uh, hit upon the idea again. So I quickly convened my committee of volunteers to help me do the festival. Um, yeah, that's how it came about, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm. And it's it's really quite huge, right? Um, maybe you can uh, give us some insights into the lineup of the poets, the writers, oh, yeah. you know, participating mm. in the festival? We have about uh, poets and writers of 15 countries taking part. As I mentioned earlier, from... Uh, China, India, Puerto Rico, in Latin America, Spain, uh, Bangladesh, and um, Iraq, mm -hmm. and um, Egypt, and Brunei, Indonesia, Singapore, and so on. Um, some of the people coming part are important poets uh, in their own right. They've been active in the global poetry scene. For example, uh, Aminur Rahman from Bangladesh. He's got his own poetry cottage in his country. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's also the CEO of a multinational corporation. And then uh, the other poets include Francisco um, from Spain. And then um, Angie, uh, she has a very long name there, but Angie, Maria, yeah. And uh, she's from Puerto Rico. And then uh, there's this guy called Ali Al-Sola, a good poet, but also uh, he was once a minister in the Iraqi government okay. and still is... Um, an advisor to one of the ministries. He had to get clearance from his PM before, you know, coming, get, uh, yeah, before coming here. Okay. And then uh, from China, it's interesting because from China, from India, uh, other countries in the Indian subcontinent, and Indonesia, if we think about it, they are, they are the emerging countries over the next 10, 20, 30 years, yes? Mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah, in terms of the economies. But at the same time, they already have got a good tradition of cultural voices, Mm. They already have that. So the fact that I managed to get some to come, I think it should be good for our writers. Um, we have about 80 of our writers who are joining, 40 from abroad. So that engagement, that interaction, I hope will enable all of us, including myself, to open up our minds that there is a world beyond, you know. Yeah. You know, we are not living in a shell I am not living in the shell, I hope. So, you know, there's a world beyond. We can interact, we can laugh, we can smile, you know. 
we can learn to mm. love and not to hate, you know, things like that, you know. I think that should be something uh, in a world that's occasionally riven by conflict. I think the voice of the poet, I think it's useful. Yeah. yeah. And that goes back to the theme, right? It's poetry, peace and humanity. Oh, I yes, mean, yes, con- yes. considering the world that we are currently living in, right? I mean, uh, what do you see as a literature's uh, role in, in, in promoting that sort of cultural diplomacy and, and you know, uh, oh, progress? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very important. Literature has got a very important role in, um, what do you call that, in uh, softening the rougher edges of human, of daily human human intercourse yeah, mm-hmm. and action. Yeah. And uh, in fact, we have 15 sessions of uh, readings and uh, three panel discussions. Panel discussions, uh, among the topics of panel discussions, uh, poetry, peace and humanity, based on the theme itself, writers uh, as cultural ambassadors, and the third uh, title is uh, literature and empathy. You know, uh, they, uh, among the panelists will be our local uh, Senior poets like Muhammad Jisaleh, mm-hmm. Bahazin, and, um, and 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 then from from abroad, so they are going to be together to discuss these themes. For the readings, uh, there are about fifteen sessions, if I, my memory serves me right, <laughs> but um, I don't have the details from me here. But fifteen readings, and uh, each reading will have between eight to ten um, persons participating. Let's say there are nine readers, uh, nine names, then maybe possibly seven of them are poets who will read their poetry. Okay. The other two will be singers. Oh, I see. So I, based on the premise that you can have too much of a good thing, I try to enliven things by including you know, more the more you know the more they call that the more popular segments. But these are serious singers. Um, uh, uh, there, there are a couple of uh, quite known singers, albeit um, from a different time. But and the others are all with good vocal vocals, although they may not be professional singers, yeah? Okay. yeah about seven of them, yeah. Okay, okay. And a band as well, yeah. Okay, so really yeah. quite a very vibrant festival that you've got uh, happening. And I do want to go back to the uh, the point that there are going to be four uh, poet laureates uh, also there um, yeah, at the yeah. festival, right? You want to just yeah. tell us about, you know, their involvement as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I have what I call a group of uh, friends of the festival, okay. other than a committee. Friends of will include uh, laureates like uh, Muhammad Jisaleh, mm-hmm. uh, Bahazin, um, and uh, Isam Sayed, um, uh, Siti Zanun Ismail and Zuruna Hassan. Yeah. But I've also included one, one active uh, personnel in various fields. For example, in the corporate realm, uh, I have Azman Mokhtar okay. uh, as yeah. one of the friends of the festival. I have Shukri Hussein, who used to helm or be among the helmsmen at CMB. Mm-hmm. And then I have also two public figures. Um, Ramling Ahtalib, who used to be Speaker in the Malaysian Parliament, and uh, Sir Hamid Alba, who used to be Foreign Minister. Of course, they ask, some of them ask me, Roger, what do I have to do <laughs> to be on, uh, a friend of this world? Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Just allow me to use your name there. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I mean, um, I try not to, what do you call that, uh, impinge on my friends. 
too much, yeah. The kindness, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but incidentally, one or two of them is are going to sponsor lunches and so on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. and given that that you know that lovely international scope of the festival, right? I mean, you do of course want to promote cultural exchange. You also yes. want to yes. celebrate uh, mm. celebrate diversity of literary literary yeah. traditions. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, of course, uh, we're going to have uh, poets such as uh, Kit Singh from Singapore. Um, um, Yatiman Yusuf from Singapore and then we are going to have uh, Edwin Malakai Vetamani from here yeah. and then uh, uh, we are going to have um, Mohamed Saleh as I said earlier and uh, some others but also um, uh, we are going to have uh, engagement with uh, people in uh, public practice for example the local uh, representative of Kota Damansara, a young wakil rakyat mm-hmm. by the name of Izuan Kasim. He's hosting, uh, um, I spoke to him a couple of days ago, he's hosting one of the dinners. And uh, uh, Saudara Stephen Sim is hosting the farewell dinner. Okay. Uh, Stephen has written a book of poetry yeah. and uh, also a book on Hang Tua. And the positive aspects of Hang Tua, which is seldom talked about by people uh-huh. because we were always talking, early generation was talking about Jebat as the, yeah, yeah, our yeah. hero. Eh? Yeah. We talk about the positive attributes of Hang Tua as a diplomat, as someone who's multilingual, knowing about more than 10 languages. And, you know, and um, of course, Stephen is now Deputy Minister of Finance as well. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, um, and this one is still in the pipeline, possibly International Festival. So I contacted uh, Saudara Zamri uh, and said and asked him whether he can uh, what he call host in his office mm-hmm. in Putrajaya okay. a small readings plus lunch something like that. Okay. Say so I will get the answer. I mean he said yes, but I will get the confirmation I think later today or tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All that right. is uh, on the last day before the poets depart. I yeah. See. And the angle is important because to me, um, he being the foreign minister and uh, our poets are from overseas and we can see the interaction. Uh. Mm. Yeah. It's not only a one way monologue, yeah, interaction, yeah. 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 So, you know, just for anyone who's listening and who would like to come, right, I mean, what, what do you hope that they will, uh, or what, what what can they expect when they do come? So it's going to be a lot of, like, uh, a lot of meetups, there's going to be readings, there's go- yes. what are sessions that they yes, can look yes, forward of course, to? Uh, yeah. you know, and uh, I've requested poets, both locally and from abroad, to bring their books. Mm. So uh, we are going to set up three tables of books for local poets and from abroad, where their books will be available either for viewing or for acquiring, for sale. Eh? Okay. In addition, uh, a mini book fair, I have about eight vendors taking part mm. in that area. Okay. Um, maybe one or two of them will be uh, selling handicrafts and such items. Oh, there's also an, a small art exhibition involving uh, five artists. This one was actually... Um, inspired by a, a call from a, f- a poet friend of mine. Uh, she has a dental practice in um, Bangalore, <laughs> Reshma Ramesh. Uh, okay. A very interesting uh, personality. But at the same time, she does um, good photography. I've seen her in some art festival somewhere else, her exhibition of photography. And then, and then I decided, okay, let's have some local artists to take part in. So about five artists in all, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Not, not, not necessarily the great and the good, but people who are expressing themselves from their inner soul, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah which is, I guess, 
very important here. Yeah. Of yeah, course, yeah. especially yeah. now. And and how do you see you know the festival contributing towards like the appreciation of poetry, of literature, you know, and fostering those sorts of international literary connections as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I see it as something that can contribute positively to different generations and especially to the coming generations. And that's why for this one in uh, Kota Damansara, I'm having, besides I'm having the established names, I'm having the young ones okay. from uh, Malaysia, quite a few of them, and the young ones from um, neighboring countries especially to come uh, from Bali, for example, a couple of young women poets okay. are coming and uh, from Bandung and um, those countries, yeah. So, because uh, I would want, I wouldn't want this festival to be full of. Uh, I'm trying to find the right words and the polite words. Polite word, I can tell you. Looking yeah, for polite word. I mean, uh, <laughs> full of old fogies like me. So I you know I I I've made serious efforts to get the young the young ones, even though they may not be known at this point in time. But yeah. they have books. Yeah. And uh, just for our knowledge, um, the young literary scene is very vibrant indeed. Mm. At one time it used to be called underground, but now it's over ground. <laughs> and uh, they, they had, uh, I mean, uh, for example, other than the ones by writer associations, PENA, GAPENA and so on, we had good events organised by, for example, at Seksan by Sharon Baka and, and prior to that by Bernie Sholley. <laughs> and uh, there was a group of young people who were doing fantastic reading called If Walls Could Talk. Oh yes, I yeah, remember that. Yeah. I, I, I went there, I enjoyed myself thoroughly yeah. and um, yeah because uh, yeah I mean you can see the soul emanating from the enjoyment of the poems mm. rather than just passive receivers yeah yeah, yeah I like that yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah and so that's yeah. also what you're hoping for this like just a lot of interaction a lot of like, yes yeah. interaction yes that's yeah? a key word yeah okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. all right and I do want to ask you very quickly so it's going to be held at uh, the at Strand Mall isn't yeah. it right and and you of course have you know started RE Arts Haven there as well you want to tell us a little bit oh, about yes, that yeah. we started a shop uh, about nine months ago <laughs> um, it's called RE Arts Haven and um, the shop uh, uh, makes available to the public um, for all, to the visitors uh, books, including rare books, uh, both in um, in Malay and English, and um, also some uh, vintage items as well as some, some paintings, yeah, mm-hmm. which happen to be from what used to reside in my place. In Ari yes. Arts, uh, uh, I know. In uh, Fine Arts, no, no, in your own home. Yes, oh, yes, yes. So home. I've come okay. to the stage where I think it's time to let go <laughs> to a new generation. Yes, yes. So yes. these are your own personal collections. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, okay, yes, yes. and that's open to everyone, isn't it? It, so it is open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come, look, and acquire. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you've been keeping busy with your writing as well. Oh yes, yeah? yes. I have a actually surprisingly, I'm a slow writer. Okay. You know, every few years, one book. But <laughs> this year, actually, four new books, wow. tapi slim volumes. But to be fair, uh, three of them are actually, uh, uh, I actually, uh, I'm uh, having it republished. Yeah. My first book, Menjarung Jiwa, or Soul Ship, was quite thick. So I am having it. Uh, it was bilingual, so now I'm having it a Malay Menjarong uh, Jiwa mm-hmm. and an English Menjarong Jiwa called Soul Ship. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another one, a slim volume of 10 poems that was published by an indie publisher about 10 years ago. Um, no, not 10 years ago, 17 years ago, called uh, Kata Kata Hati. Only 10 poems, but I've enjoyed those poems personally mm. very much. So it's going to be, it's, layout has already been done, but I think uh, the logistics are such that probably not be able to make it for the festival. And there are two other slim manuscripts and uh, that I'm writing. One is on the episode sometimes known by friends as Surat Rayuan. Um, you know, I, I thought I didn't want to dwell on that, but, uh, you know, okay. Now the time is over, and I said, uh, let's not work in silos, you know. Mm-hmm. No bitterness, no rancor. Each of us work on the basis that we want to do the best for this beautiful nation and country of ours. We may fall victims, we may be seen to be oppressing, but at the end of the day, I believe each was trying to do it to the best of his. Ability mm-hmm. for the for the health of the nation, you know. Of course, some had to perhaps uh, undergo consequences, but so be it, you know. But at the end of the day, no rancor, no bitterness, you know. Mm-hmm. Move forward. Yeah, and actually, that's what our respective faiths teach us. You know, mm-hmm. so sometimes I cannot understand this very virulent discourse, you know, full of anger and full of hatred, expressed even through our, sometimes through so-called literary material, can mm-hmm. Or written material, no? Sorry, yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. No, 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 not at all. Um, yeah. yeah, there's there's so many forces trying to divide us, but you know, when it comes to when it comes oh, to yeah, the yeah. bottom, it's it's there's so much that unites us more than divides us. Yeah, definitely. I was on Grab this morning for my hookah. <laughs> I was so tired. Couldn't, last night came back from my space about eleven. I couldn't drive. Left the car down there. Mm-hmm. Um, last night was a Malaysian from another ethnic community. Today was a Malaysian from another ethnic community, both different from me. Mm-hmm. But we found out that, you know, we share the same things. Yeah. We love Mikari. <laughs> we love the idea that there's harmony. We love the idea that there's peace. We love the idea that there should be some contestation of ideas or even politics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what we want is a haven where we can live our lives while enjoying the interactions, especially as we come from different backgrounds. The different backgrounds are uh, are a privilege to us Malaysians because then we can learn more about each other. 100%. Imagine we were living in a solely, you know, yeah. Yeah, homogenous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Where's yes, the fun yes, in that? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. And and yeah. that goes back again to this festival, right? You know, yes. so much diversity, so many different voices, yes. so many different experiences all yeah. coming together in this one space. Yes, surely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's happening uh, uh, this week. So you're very, very busy. It's from the 8th to the 11th of December at Strand Mall, mm-hmm. which is in Kota Damansara. Um, how can folks attend, Raja Ahmad? I mean, what Sorry? do they need? How can folks attend? Oh, uh, everyone is invited to come. Everyone is invited to come. Uh, um, you know, it's free. You, you, it's free. It's free. You don't have to register. Just come by to the mall. You know, and um, um, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, and, if and you want to register, you can also register, but there's no necessity at this stage. You just come by, and you know, yeah, it's four days. Our programs start usually about ten, ten thirty in the mornings, mm-hmm. 
and uh, we end at about 6.30 in the evening, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. And I think uh, for like uh, for the schedule and things like that, it would be best to follow uh, RA Arts Haven on ins- your Instagram page, perhaps? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah? yes, yes okay, yes, yes, so yes. that's ra.artshaven, that's A-R-T-S-H-A-V-E-N on Instagram, uh, if you'd like to find out more. Or just search for RA Arts Haven uh, yeah. and, um, and just find out what you can. Uh, and just follow them on social media if you'd like to get updates. Yes, Raja yes. Ahmad, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. Any concluding message that you'd like to leave our listeners? Um, yes, do come to the festival and enjoy interactions with people from diverse backgrounds um, from Friday to Monday, 8th to 11th. Do come and enjoy yourselves. And uh, finally, thank you very much to uh, dear Juliet Jacobs for hosting, <laughs> for so kindly hosting um, this um, insignificant person today. Nonsense. Thank you very much. It was my absolute pleasure. Far from insignificant. Thank you for making the time and for coming to speak to us, Rajama. We'll have more. We'll talk more about your poetry, of course, and your books. My thanks again to my guests. I was speaking to Raja Ahmad Aminullah, poet, author, and activist, founder of RA Arts Haven and the chairman of the RA International Poets, Writers and Readers Festival. Again, just follow RA, just follow RA Arts Haven on social media for updates. But if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash learn. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.